We are it's like, are we going to have to get the shears out? What are we going to do? We're going to get the weed wicker your, out? Your three-week head down to your zero-week head. That's what we do no, here. It's a... Uh, I keep what it at... Doing? I keep it a four three, weeks, uh, five week interval. That's that's I feel like a sweet five. Time. It's a five week or okay. five week interval. Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and brand new sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 291 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars, tell a friend, shoot us an email, MAB Sports Podcast at gmail.com. I'm Brandon. With me, as always, can he take us higher? Higher. Most awesome. I like it. I can't. I'm trying. Trying to be. I'm going to be honest. I don't hate Creed as much as the internet tells me I should. I agree with you. I'm with you. They don't need the fervor. Can we peel it back a little bit? Can they not be the the punchline to everything? I get it. They went wild at the Dallas halftime show. Can we just let it be? They, they were did, just yeah. rocking. They were just yeah. boys having fun. They were feeling it. They were they were going back. They gave us what they were hired to give us. This is what they brought them in for. Like you're hired Creed, yeah. you gotta get the Creed treatment. You're gonna get the full from Creed start experience. to finish. Yeah. <laughs> What Creed. uh, who who, t- who takes it worse? Nickelback it's creating time, like feeding time. <laughs> Put down those books and pick up those Creed <laughs> CDs. I don't know, but who takes it worse though, Nickelback or Creed? I think Nickelback because Nickelback kind of um, Creed has. It seems like they have a little bit more ability to like kind of not laugh at themselves, but just right. kind of I don't know. Nickelback has this thing where it's just like we're really good where like Creed doesn't have that Creed's not like, we're like the best band of all time. Nickelback still has like, we're like, like, I just, and maybe it's totally unfair. I mean, he did date Avril Lavigne, which is crazy. I mean, she seems to have the personality of a staircase if I had to guess. Right. But he was like, he walks out there, the lead singer of Nickelback. He's just like, is there any Nickelback fans out here? And then he gets hit in the head with a beer bottle. Which is super unfortunate. Uh, that dude's aim, like that threw that beer bottle, and yeah. the, ti- the the timing is like out of a movie script. You'd just be like, they made this a little too tight, like make it a little believable because it's yeah, yeah. literally yeah. like the bottle would have had to leave the guy's hand before he starts the, the sentence. Do we have any Nickelback fans out here? Like, so it had to be thrown because it would be like, do you have any Nickelback fans? I hate with the bottle, but just like how far that bottle came is like, do we have any Nickelback fans? And then just gets push. Right in the head, and then leaves and doesn't. Yeah, play. it's almost like he hit that last syllable of like, if he hit Ack and Nickelback, and someone's just like, enough is enough, just loads up <laughs> and just like wings it. Oh, uh, what? Yeah, I love- that, I've totally forgot until you reminded me of that. I totally forgot of that video. What? What? What got? I mean, this is for all those atheists out there. This is a sign that there really is a God because absolutely they cannot give us a God could only give us this perfect, beautiful comedic moment of hey, Nickelback fans out there and just getting <laughs> so, by a beer bottle. I mean, and it's just like that answer isn't on the fence. Like that is clarity about if there. He's like, I am speaking for the audience on behalf of the audience. Here is a beer bottle. That I'm willing to waste half of on the side of your head to let you know where we stand on Nickelback fandom. I love it. I love it. Oh, I mean, people got to be so excited when the NFL is over because now it's just like this is this is what we show up to the movie sports pack podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, this is where they just start to riff. Hot Nickelback takes. How you doing, bro? You got your hair cut? We talked about that a little bit beforehand. Oh yeah. You gonna travel? I get to see you in a few days. That's right. That's right. I got to talk to you off pod about a, f- a few things. Little, oh. little, little. What are we gonna do? Little plan of attack. Oh, I love it. Austin Tejas. Yeah, yeah. yeah yes, let's get it done. I love it. Yeah, uh, yeah I don't think we're going to get it. It's going to go really quick, though. There's not going to be no time for live. It's going to be quick. But, you're yeah. traveling. You're in. You're traveling. You're already scoping out the landscape in, in Dallas. Peeps in it. Peeps in it. Yeah, just get a lay of the land. I'd like to, I'm your scout to be out there in the field, let you know what to expect. Okay, gotcha. Should I bring cowboy boots and or cowboy accoutrements, maybe a bolo tie? Bring everything you have because okay. whatever you're missing, we're going to finish out the set because I'm going because it's weird. Like, I mean, I've definitely packed to the max for this road trip I've been on. 
and I'm not going to be able to bring everything back, but I am for the, like, I think there's a line dancing night on like Thursday, like a taco line dancing thing. I'm getting the boots. I'm getting the tight ass jeans. I'm getting, you know, your boys getting the buckle, like yeah. lock that down right oh. now. Get in the buckle. Yeah. Bigger, the better. Exactly. And then I uh, got to get the hat, which I can't, <laughs> I just don't like, I don't know where I'm going to pack this stuff. I don't know when I'm ever going to wear it again. Like we won't get into it, but I did tell you like for one of my first acting jobs out of college, or it was like during college was uh dinner theater. And I played a cowboy. Uh, and I remember wearing that hat and doing like the, Southern the role that you were born to play. Sometimes. I was a nail that might, might be coming back for a repeat. But one thing you won't hear repeated. This is a fresh pod, guys, at episode 291. We got jam-packed takes. We're doing a rip from the headlines. We're talking college basketball peaking. It may be fixes. We're going to talk storm of the court. Everyone's talking about it. I Hot got topic. a great idea to share with you, brother. I think I cracked it, and I haven't heard anybody else say it. Uh, Mapster Damas, we're going to do best picture winner. I have seen all the nominations for best picture. We both, we all know, we both know, we all know our boy, M.A., doesn't have time to be poking out to those theaters. Doesn't. I'm going to catch him up. I'm going to talk a little bit. He's going to just throw me. He's going to get what he needs to know. He's a very, he's Snapchat. I'm interested sticker. to know if I've seen one. You said there's a list of 10. I don't even know who's on the There's 10, 10 movies, yes. And I don't um, know a one. Well, I don't I, know the list, so... I'm I'm coming in totally blind as as you ever could come into a segment on a podcast, which I'm yeah. here. I'm excited. Shot, yeah, Shot Caller wasn't on it. What movie were you watching the other day? Where you texting me about it? Was it a scary movie? What were you no, watching? I was texting you about Blonde with Anna Davis. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, that didn't. Yeah, that's not on. That was not up for it. Right. No, no, it's pretty bold. I like <laughs> it's it. It's pretty bold. It's big, big swing. I'm doing the Politics show now. We're doing top things about weather. Uh, maybe done this. I don't know. We want to rank things that come from the sky. Uh, have we done this? I don't know. I don't know. No, but I was going to say, you know how I keep my little my little thing. Yes. I've started yeah. cataloging. I have all the way from episode one forty. I don't my I can't understand my shorthand. Yeah. So I'm putting on. I've started to catalog the different categories, and I have little uh, ruminations, little ideas that are on there that I'm like, I'm not sure what this meant. But I'm putting it on this list as well, too, because it's very fun. Well, so is it like a quick access catalog? Like if I'm just like, hey, most awesome, have we done like our yes. favorite like woods? Then you can find that really quick. Yep. Yep. Oh, well, man. up until I think zero through 146, I don't know where my notes are on that. So those are just they fall into the category. We're, fa- we're still trying to figure out how to pop in that exactly. first They're... 164. Like yeah, just exactly like... 164 is where we hit, hit our stride. <laughs> But it's definitely where it's definitely like in the realm of like, I don't know that two years of pot. I don't know what we talked about, but it's out there. No, I know we did villains. We, I know we did villains. And I know we plain, talked about wood. Plain flights, I don't know yeah. when. I don't know everything in between. Uh, and we're going to finish as we always do with our MVP <laughs> of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. Extra, extra, read all about it. Talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. I broke right from the headline College Basketball PK. Why are we talking about that this week, brother? Because we're actually really close to, I think we've got a couple. Every team's got maybe two, three regular season games left. And then we're getting into conference tourney time. And then. March Madness, baby. The most exciting time post-football that there could be. Pretty excited. I put this on here. Like, we're not going to do our picks yet. We'll get a little closer to March Madness when we do kind of what we did. Did You you nailed it last year, right? You picked UConn. And last year might have been one of the, like, definitely, like, a tougher year to pick what was going on. Because we had, I think we had Purdue, and then it was everybody else. Yeah? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, with those Purdue lost. Seeds. And Purdue lost yeah. the, the second number one overall seed. They're trying to definitely uh, pull a Virginia, right? The first one ever to lose to a 16 seed and then come and back then and win, win it, the title. Win yeah, the next exactly. year, yeah. You know, so. Uh, yeah, this this year I think is, again, college basketball is in a tough spot because now more than ever, so much of the top NBA talent is really looking to go G League, right? Professional, Um I looked at the, cause I, I just wanted to get like a quick overview as to like the, 
top prospects in college. There's not a lot. Like I think like the first five or six NBA prospects on the draft board are all Euro guys, which is never a great sign. And then the next guy I think is like Colorado, some kid out of Colorado who Colorado is not going to really make a, a lot of waves this year in terms of, uh, uh, I think Ken Palm has him as 30th overall. Um, so it's like one of those things where it's like, it might just be a down year talent wise, which makes it a little bit interesting to like rooting interest during the season. I think it's going to make for a wild, like NCAA tournament. I, I I'm going to put my little Mastradamus, little pre Mastradamus hat on. Oh yeah, go. And I'm going to say I I bet you I'm willing to bet, and I would willing to bet good money that the, a number one or two seed is going to go first round exit. First round exit. First round exit. We're gonna get it. We're gonna get a fifteen or sixteen again this year. I feel it in my bones. Yeah, because I mean that gap's closing a little bit. Do you still thoroughly enjoy the tournament when it's like this? Like I mean, it keeps going more and more like this to where. I mean, it just does feel like almost a coin flip. Like even we're talking like the gap between one and 16, like shrinking each year that goes by. Do you still enjoy the tournament as much? Or do you like, do you miss those yesterdays of yore when it was, you know, you watched and you, you know, you're kind of like, there were true upsets, you right. know, like we've seen it and be like, oh my God, like, you know, that, you know, four seed knocked off. Holy shit. So, so probably I would say the basketball might not be as good, like from a proficiency efficiency standpoint, you know, it's, there's a lot of like chuck in threes and it's not to the level of the NBA where, you know, these guys are, you know, they're, they're so good. They almost look like they're lackadaisical out there. I think with this, like we see over effort and, and over trying in the college realm and maybe some poor decision-making sprinkled in there. So you get some really bad stretches of basketball, but from a pure kind of drama sense, like you, like you're saying, like having an FAU team make a final four run is very exciting to watch. It gives you somebody to, to root for in that Cinderella scenario. And so I think I like it from just kind of the drama standpoint. Uh, everyone's brackets going to get busted. So yeah. I, I've, I've long since shed the like idea that I have like these magical powers of, of, you know, filling out brackets and getting it right. It's all like, it's fantasy football on steroids. It's all luck. It's all like, you know, don't hang your hat on this. Cause no one knows anything. No one knew that, you know, uh, drink everybody. I'm going to forget the 16 seed that beat Purdue last year, but no one knew that Shaheen Holloway team was going to beat them or whoever that guy's name is. Uh, St. Peter's right. That made that run. No one knew that anyone was going to do that. So, just enjoy it for what it is. It's kind of beautiful in its chaotic moments. If you have a team that's in it, I mean, Michigan's not going to be in it. They're not going to make the NIT. So I'm going to I'm going to hang my hat on KU, let it ride. But you know, it's a Sweet 16, or it's Final Four, or maybe it's a first round exit. Who knows? Yeah, <laughs> give me those. So yeah, just kind of watching it. It's feeling like the teams that are coming in there that. Uh, are trying to make a run, like checking out the conferences now. So going back, we're just going to take this for like the face value, do it. But, you know, do you put a bigger edge to like, are the ACC and the Big 12 just far and away, like have a better better shot just because of the strength of that conference and beating up on each other? Like, do you put, do you put credence into that? No, I think, I, I think really what I look at is just like overall play style, right? You know what I mean? Like I will always, if we're talking for the tournament, I, I'm looking for guard play. I'm looking for like turnover differential yeah. guards kind of rule the pace of the game. I like teams that offensively are efficient and, you know, and, and have some sort of play style. Right. Um, you know, you don't want to be so far like Alabama was last year where they were incredibly efficient and played at an incredibly fast pace because they then they ran up against a San Diego State team that played at a really slow pace and really was like defensively efficient and you can get these kind of confluences of of uh play styles that really just derail a team. So I I really look for like stuff that good guard play can kind of overcome any sort of play style and like turnover margin. Obviously they got to be able to hit some sort of threes and then I like to see if they have any sort of size because or or bench depth right one or the other 
you know, so if they've got some good size in the paint, I know that there's going to be some potential, uh, you know, good matchups or the ability to kind of be versatile in matchups, or if they have just depth on their bench, Hey, then they can go, you know, they lose one guy. They're not going to be crushed by, by, um, you know, losing that guy to foul trouble or, or something like that. Yes. I don't feel like I've filled out a bracket for like three years and I don't feel like I'm really missing out on anything. I love it. I love the freedom of it. Uh, not acting like I'm going to figure all this stuff out, but is there kind of dialing in, maybe I'm asking this, putting my gambler hat on, Brandon, the gambling corner, but asking, Mm -hmm. you know, since you're not able to, you know, watch all these teams and follow them, especially during like the NFL and kind of like in the early times, maybe you check in, I'm sure you check in as the conference tournaments start going, but what's a stat you like to look at? Like if you're just looking at a matchup going in on maybe a couple of teams, you haven't seen like uh, you know a good example would maybe be the play-in game. Like if you're just doing a quick glance at like some box store box scores and just kind of stats from the year, like what's something you hone in on? Oh, definitely like I, I like to look at the like last ten games, right? I really get to sense like how well they're playing. Yeah, just kind of if they're kind of peaking at the right moment. Um, that's one thing. But quite honestly, I, the one thing that I'm really intrigued on is 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 I think. Bleacher Report did this a couple years ago, but betting on all the uh, underdogs, underdogs. Oh yeah, on all the underdogs. I'm really. I, this is the most fun thing that I want to do ever. I, I, Let's I'm do jealous. it. Yeah, 100 jelly beans or Mab. 100 jelly. Yeah, Mabby dollars. So yeah, 100 for. So that would be yeah, that'd be 3,200 jelly beans. Let's do the play yeah, games at max. If you're to, if yeah. you're to lose every one. Yeah, but you know that there's going to be winners, and those are going to front load. But that's, I don't even care about sets. I I just like that. I'm like, if we can win on, I on mean, it legit sounds like now I'm back in. You want to talk about getting locked into watching every game, like just having the dog? Are we doing the dog? So this is the big question: Are you doing the dog with the points, or are you just doing the dog outright to win? Ooh. Um, because it does kind of they were doing money line dogs. Oh, wow, they are stones, stones, yeah. stones, right? Well, that'll help too because then you don't, then you know, you don't have to win one out of every two because some of those are going to be like you know, like right. plus 300 if they're, yeah, like, uh, oh, the, yeah, there's going to be ones that are going to be your, your, you're going to, you're going to bite your tongue betting against Yukon in the first round. But like I said, if there's that 15 seed that sneaks up on it, that's you know, plus, you know, 1800 to win. Not a bad day. We're absolutely going to do this. Yes. This is happening. This is going yeah. down. Uh, but uh, stats like that. Yeah. I think I really just, I like to hone in just on their last little bit of play. I like to see like their guards. Are they, like I said, turnovers to me are everything and, 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 and three point shooting. So if you can control shoot, the ball yeah. and you can knock down a few threes, you're usually going to, kind of advance and that's like you look at like you know a team like houston small team good guard play lots of guard play lots of experience so they're 25 and 3 or 20 yeah 25 and 3 uh they play aggressive defense they have a play style like this is a super defined team this is going to be a good you know they're going to be on it they're going to make a good run calvin sampson's a good coach you know what i mean yeah i bet i bet on them twice so I've seen Houston is the team I've watched most this year. I'm really Houston fanatic. Yeah. Look at you. <laughs> um, yeah. But, but yeah, checking them out like in that Baylor game, which I think was a uh, good matchup. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, has that guard play. You want like someone that can really just kind of drive and generate points. Cause that's what you really need. You kind of like when that moment comes, especially in March right. Madness, when everybody's watching, being able to go get a bucket. And I definitely trust Houston with that. Yeah. And that's the thing is I think like, this is weird because I feel, really feel like, this year there is three kind of top tier teams, Houston, Purdue, and Connecticut is up there as well, too. Yeah. I feel like the drop off is is pretty pretty solid. I think that there's a lot of from you know, from four to fifteen or even seventeen, like there's a lot of teams that are very similar. You know what I mean? I, their records might be a little bit different. We'll, we'll see a lot of debate on how they get stacked up. And, you know, I mean, there's, I don't think that there's a big difference between like a, a Tennessee team and an Illinois team, quite honestly. And yeah. I think that that's going to be fun in the tournament. Um, just because I think that there's going to be lots of upsets and there's going to be lots of, there's going to be team, one team that's going to get hot. So look at that. 
really watch that and uh, and enjoy. Well, you gotta get hot committed. As soon as 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 you start betting on those dogs, what's up? I have a few teams if we're gonna get into it. I have a few teams to kind of. Yeah, we're not gonna look at odds yet. We'll save that for when we get a little closer. But yeah, yeah, let's get. But just keep your eye on. All right. Two teams. They haven't. They're not. They these. I think that they're going to need to win their conference to get in there. Ooh. Uh, out of the MVC, uh, look at Drake. Last year they made it. Tucker Devries. They got a big six ten center. Uh, Tucker Devries six seven. Uh, he's their best player. He might even be like in a little bit of like. Uh, might get a cup of coffee. Might get one of those Molly Zerbiak style. Uh, 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 Doug McDermott style, like mid mid tier player that kind of sneaks his way into the first round of the NBA draft. Here, I like Tucker to rise. They played last year. They they played and lost to a good Miami team. They're I think second or third, or excuse me, second or first in their division, tied with Indiana State. Keep an eye on them if they get in. I think that they've got the right mix of kind of guard play do it all score big guy i'm interested good coach i'm interested the other team out of the southland conference again they're going to need to win in order to get in 25 and 3 um will wade was the lsu coach who uh un uh un uh, was fired from from lsu for some not being a good guy but uh he's now coaching at mcnee state They've got some good guard play there. 25 and three. Keep your eyes out for them. Shoot the ball very well from three. Again, don't turn the ball over a ton. So keep your eye on McNeese State, a little uh, Louisiana team there. Also, Joe Dumers is alma, alma mater from uh, uh-huh. this... Brown. What's uh, what the LSU coach? Nah, just recruiting stuff. And I think it was just a scumball altogether. No. No. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, nothing like nothing real bad. Okay, well, uh, great. So two right now. Uh, you said Drake, and what was the other other team? McNeese State. McNeese. McNeese. Can't believe I didn't remember old old McNeese, McNeese. baby. Exactly. McNeese. Hey. McNeese troublemakers. Uh, the McNeese second chances. I can't remember what their mascot is. Uh, right, one more thing I want to hit before we get out of this basketball thing after a preview is um, talk about LeBron. Uh-oh. And this brawny thing real fast. Yeah. This is a little flip-flopping, right? Like now LeBron James is just like, hey. Wait, wait. Are you saying LeBron James flip-flop on something he previously said? This is just wild. Like he's just like, the media needs to relax. Like just let him be a college kid. And it's just like, brah. Brah. You're the one since this kid was fucking 14 years old talking about him going to the NBA. Yeah. Like you reap what you sow, brah. Like you're the one shoving this kid down our throat, and now it's just like let him be. Which way you want it, dog? I love. So sorry it. for the kid. Well, it's tough. I mean, he had a really tough start to um, his college career. He had like a, uh, a medically oh the heart thing, yeah, a heart issue, heart attack. Um, so that, that's obviously not the best way that you want to start. And obviously, thankfully he was able to recover strong enough to come back and play. But yeah, I mean, all the, all the hype that was thrusted upon him, I'm, I'm kind of trying to pull up Find his stat line as oh, we go yeah. there. Cause I was not, I wasn't thinking about this, but yeah, yeah, 19 games averaging 20 minutes a game. Five five and a half points, two almost three rebounds, two and a half assists. Not shooting it particularly great either. Yeah, it's just real tough. Um, yeah, he should he should consult with Marcus Jordan and or uh, Michael Jordan Jr. just to see what it's like to be in the spotlight of the one of the greatest basketball players of all time as their son, and then trying to play basketball thereafter. It ain't fun. It's not great. Yeah. And you're always going to have, you're always just going to have somebody second guessing, you know. The well, especially, yeah, especially at, at this stage. I mean, this is like, this is the worst of it for him. Cause I mean, we're talking about, you know, it's, it's getting to where that filter hits more and more as we're talking about that filter that's applied, making the jump from college to NBA, which is where we really start shaving down the percentages. 
Yeah, I wonder if he if he would have rather gone and just like gone into the, the G League at this time. You know what I mean? Like thinking back at it, was it like maybe he wouldn't have gotten all the, I guess, exposure from being like on a USC is going to get attention. He's going to play, you know, uh, on on broadcast games on the regular. Whereas it's like G League doesn't really get broadcast. And you should unless you're a diehard NBA fan, you're not. No one's watching a G League game. Yeah. So yeah, it's just yeah. I just kind of wonder what his goal is and what his um. I don't know, like grip with reality seems too intense of a phrase, but just like kind of how he sees himself like as a player, if he's just like, yeah, it'd be great to get in the NBA or if he's just like, I'm going to be the greatest one day. Cause that sounds wild. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, uh, you feel bad, but it's definitely like, he's definitely should be, it's all clear that he should be returning. It'll be interesting to see because I, I you know, I think he could go to the, could the, the G League got a call. I mean, I don't see why he can't. So it'll be, it's be very interesting to keep your eye on what this. What's well, Kim, I mean, we see leaps like that, right? I mean, do we see it in college basketball where you can really just start like coming into your game after your freshman year? I mean, there's players that obviously are there players that uh, would it not be outside the realm of insanity for a player to go from undraftable their freshman year to like their junior year being in the first round or top 10 pick. Yeah, no, there's definitely, yeah, there's definitely guys that have played. Mikel Bridges who plays for the Nats is a great example of that as like played for Villanova for three years, really learned how to play basketball. Um, Obviously didn't come with the hype was a good basketball, uh, you know, prospect out of high school, but didn't come in with the hype, obviously that Bronny James had, but developed into a very good player. And even then still, you know, wasn't, you know, noted to be like this dominant score was going to even have the impact that he had in the NBA as he has, especially now with the Nets. So yeah, it's definitely within the realm of possibility. You, you see it a lot. I mean, you, you know, it's, it's, it's interesting because like even the freshmen that jump to the NBA don't always have like these like dominant, like Carmelo Anthony, like runs where they just, they're the best player on the floor you know, I always think about like Marvin Williams, who played many moons ago, was a freshman, didn't even start on a UNC team that was really good, and was drafted second overall, just just purely based on potential and hype. And he was young, and you know, he showed flashes of of this stuff, and ended up having like a very long career in the NBA. But no one would say that he had like a dominant career. So it's definitely one of those things where this doesn't like totally crush his status as a nba prospect but it certainly puts it on a more slow trajectory to the nba than what you know we kind of came in with the assumption that he was going to be one and done and that teams might flirt with just drafting him in the late first round in efforts to to grab lebron yeah and i think to your point too is is i think lebron's even starting to talk extension talks with uh, the Lakers going like two for $60 million or something like that. And I think that that's because he probably understands that his son is not going to be drafted. They're not going to go into the draft. It wouldn't make sense. And uh, it would be insane for a team to kind of, you know, try and draft him in the first round to, to, I, I don't even know if that would, how that would impact like tampering or, or, you know what I mean? Like how would that impact it? It's like, you know, you, why? Would well, it you- doesn't say. I mean, it seems. I mean, you're essentially trading your first round pick for LeBron James is right. what you're doing. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't. I don't think there is a rule for that, though. You know what I mean? It's wild. It's definitely wild. We'll see. We will see. Yeah. I mentioned. Uh, all right, we'll check that. Well, still, Bronny James, still my favorite James that plays basketball. All right, it may be fixes. Um, <laughs> Storm in the court. Um, so it happened. We've seen it. Uh, a couple injuries happen, uh, in the spotlight this season, which has brought it up to, uh, if there's anything we need to do about the storm in the court thing, we had, um, girl that got the MVP last week, which one, Caitlin? Caitlin Clark. Yeah. She Caitlin got a little boo boo, a little owie after Ohio, you fill in the rest. The women's team beat yeah. Iowa. She, she careened into, uh, a court stormer. Yeah, and before I fix this, like I just want to talk through a couple of 
like just gripes I want to get off my chest. Yeah. And we had uh yeah, we had the the Duke player. Uh first of all, I'm gonna say it like looks a little bit like we're hamming up these injuries. Like I'm gonna say that I love like it. I'm, not, I'm, I'm glad you're saying it. I was waiting for you to say it. Not victim shaming, but it's all of a sudden like these people that we watch bang around the entire time, like some just like five eight junior resident, and now it's just like, oh my, like it is it's I mean, it's like bringing flopping into the game. Like, it yeah. just looks – I just want to say, like, if you're playing the next game, like, it's just going to be hard for me to believe that, like, you're just, like, this super healer. And I, I feel like we had, like, both of those happen, the, these yeah. two instances. Yes. I, I, I'm i right there. I'm so glad yeah. you're willing to say that. Yeah, I'm with you. Like, that makes it because it just does suck. Like, they don't believe – deserve to be ran into. Like, it's a shocker. But it's right. like you still have my attention without, like, a twisted ankle or a bruised elbow. I've used it quotes there. And you're still, you're also like, you're also initiating a little bit of that contact as well, too. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, it's so funny. It's, it's funny that it just happens on basketball, but we're talking things like floppy. We're talking about like, like slowing down your gait <laughs> to like bring on the contact. Well, we said it there, guys. You got it out of us. You want yes. it there. You got it. Not victim shaming. Let's get back to how we solve this. Um, I want to talk about this. Wake Forest storming the court is fucking insane. I don't think there's enough people talking about this. Is it storming the court? It's not a celebration. Isn't it traditionally for an upset? Your team upset one of your rivals or another team? Yeah, that's how Ups, I've always upset heard. upset needs to be involved. Wake yes. Forest was favored against Duke. I know, I know, I know. I, I love your your immediate gambling take. You're like, wait a minute. There were two and a half point favorites in that game. And this was supposed to happen. <laughs> like yeah. they're they're celebrating like this, like it's Haley's common thing, like this just like this event that they couldn't believe that happened. That was that Vegas literally said this is probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> and it did. And they yeah. still stormed the court. So I don't know. I think uh, I think it's a great point because it ties into what we were talking about last week, which is fandom is more of a look at me than it is like a genuine celebration of their team. You're you you're again, dude. I'm dialed in, bro. bro. You're dialed in, bro. So here's my dialed in. Uh, you want my solve? Well, here's the thing. I do want to say okay, this because I get where I get where people are coming from, but I I, I want to just put this out there. When did we all become just fuddy duddies and fucking grumpy grumpy gusses about kids storming the court? Like I get it. Like again, not victim shaming too, but like. Yeah. The righteous indignation that some sports reporters were having about, like, and I love Jay Billis, but Jay Billis, like, well, we should hold them on the court and arrest them all. And it's like, are you fucking nuts? Like, these are 18, 19-year-old kids that are just having fun. And I get it. They get caught up in the moment. We can talk about the societal impacts of the look of me generation and everything's my own universe. I get that. But also at the same time, like, it is fun. These kids are having fun. Like these kids are going a little too far. Sure. Whatever. But no one's getting like maimed and killed. You know what I mean? Like, let's just yeah. like, dial it down a bit. Nah, I'm going the other way. I'm with cancel the storm of the court. I try to be like beholden to like these fucking like drunk, like 18, 19 year olds. Like fuck off. Like you can't come on the court. Like stay in the stands. We don't do that. Like stay up there. I think what pushed me over the edge is this favored thing. That's what it is. It's yes. just not coming from a genuine place. So now I'm out. Like you right. don't, you don't follow the sport. You didn't know that your team was supposed to win it. Right. Like someone just pointed and says, that's the team we don't like. It's like, oh, perfect. Like, let me get a selfie. Like, let me like Instagram live me not liking this team. Like you don't know shit. So see out the fucking court. There's no heart behind it. It, it get, rings, it rings hollow. I get where you're coming from. It's less about the court storming. It's more about the, the level of, uh, you know, in, it, like actual paying attention to the game. You know what I mean? Yeah. A thousand percent. Yes. Okay. Yes, this isn't something that you're fitting in between like your morning Jaeger bombs and then where we're going to go that night, like just stop by in the game. Like, no, it's like I want the camping outside. I want the old school days of just like rooting for your team, going in there, knowing the team's record. Like, I love that. Like, it's like that band T-shirt. It's just like you point to it's like name three songs, like someone wearing a Nirvana shirt or something. Like, yeah. I want that same thing with like the team. It's just like, what's your team's record? Like, you know, it's the biggest drive. How many chips did they want? Like, just really be able to talk about it and not just go there storm the court because everybody else is. I, I, I'm with you there too. I, I agree. I want to hear your fix because I have a fix as well too. Okay. So my fix is, so obviously with me, we are abandoning the court, storming the court. If you do storm the court, then your next home game becomes an away game. 
Oh. Ooh, so you don't you don't take away the 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 victory, right? Which I don't, don't take away the victory. No, I don't think you can do that. I think that gets way too I, I think you can uh you can't punish the players successes what they their achievements sure is something that's out of control of the team so you can't do that i mean i agree putting them on the road is kind of unfair we got to do something but what we're doing is we're taking we're punishing you we're taking your toys away from you we are taking you know your entertainment will not be coming back until you learn your lesson and learn oh, to behave a little, little does Brenda have parenting tips for 18 to <laughs> i do um, taking away a whole fucking team your whole team dude so, how great is that solve you don't love I like it? it? I like it. I think I think where where it does actually settle in is they just lock the doors, right? You can't come in because I think trying to find a court in the next game, the, you know, next Thursday to switch that to away game. What if you just didn't have any fans in the stadium? Yeah, I thought about like the COVID times. Yeah, because yeah, just lock them all out. Yeah, because I was really thinking about how much, but for some of the schools where like how much of their revenue is based on like just those ticket sales. But who gives a fuck? Just. just... <laughs> Like I sure. mean, we're, the, the the who's gonna claim fucking pauper for the school that's charging <laughs> a kid sixty seven thousand dollars a year to fucking go to their school? Go fuck yeah, yourself, yeah. school. You've got right, plenty of great. money. Eat shit. Great, 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 great. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I'd rather punish the kids and the school a little bit. All right, what's your solve? My solve is yeah. So so these are eighteen to twenty year old kids. So if we make this taboo, if we make it. You can't do this. We're only going to push them into it more. It's like them dating a bad boyfriend or girlfriend. Sure. We're only yeah. going to push them into their arms more by putting rules on it. Cause I was like, we should put rules on it. Like, cause I was in your camp a little bit. Like they should understand the fandom of it. They should yeah, understand like the games that if you want to chip, like you should be exempt from this and really isolate just to the, the, the perfect time for when to, they should storm the court. Now I'm like, we can't do any of that. They're just going to, they're just going to do it more. So what does every 18 to 20 year, two year old hate? Oh my God. They, they hate their parents. Are you going to so, make it not cool? Just I'm, have Let's make it not cool. <laughs> let's get 65 year olds rushing the court. <laughs> on just a random Tuesday. This is put, great. Put all the, put all the kids, put all those, all those alumni, all those people. Fuck. So tear great. your shirt off, Gramps. Let's so do great. it. Let's really make it uncool. <laughs> Let them. Let's get it. Make sure it's safe for them, so that it's yeah. accessible, wheelchair accessible, handicap yeah. accessible, walker accessible. Thousand percent. But let them just run out there. Just let them run out there and just be like, "This is us. Look at us." And I do love the it. whole thing. I love it. Stormy the court brought to you by Facebook. Like just like yes. <laughs> also exactly. just exactly. like not cool shit they hate. That's great. All right, we definitely. You know, you rarely get two solves from us. We usually, well, we usually go down. We see it eye to eye. I'm going with let's make it not cool. That's so great. It's simple. It's, I think, I think it's going to fucking work. (laughs) Like, I love the bad, like, if it's just bring your parent to the game night. And it's just like when they went, like the parents just rushing down and high-fiving and tearing their shirts off, painting their chest. Yeah, that'd be a wrap on Storm of the Court very fast. Yep. Yep. Uh, All right, great, buddy. Map Shadamas. All right, bro. I'm going to read to you 10 movies. These are all best picture okay. uh, nominees. I put them in order. Uh, I'll go from, if you have any question about a movie, just hit me with it. These are how I see the movies in starting with 10. I, I think know. I'm going to guess what it's about too. Okay, go ahead. Okay, great. Um, American Fiction is my number 10 movie. American Fiction. Yes. This is a story about a young American writer who is struggling with addiction and depression. Hmm. It is a black American writer. Okay. And he is uh he is tired of there just being this cliche narrative on what a black book sounds like. Okay. So he decides to write in the cliche and then that book blows up and he can't get any attention on his regular books. And uh-huh. it's also like his family story involved. Who's in who's in it? Anyone that we know? Anyone that I would know? Uh, yeah, it's Sterling K. Brown. Oh, okay. Yeah, uh, like he's actually, yeah, he's up for, um, uh, I can't, the main guy is escaping me. It is uh, Jeffrey Wright. Yeah. Oh, Wright. I love both of Jeffrey Wright and Sterling K. Brown. Maybe that's what you can check out, bro. 
I like this it. Is, but it's your number 10, so I don't know. It's, it's my number 10. Yeah, I don't think they quite... I don't feel like they quite landed the plane on it. There was some interesting stuff with it, but it seemed... Uh, I don't know. It's my number 10. Something's got to be number 10. My number 9 is The Holdovers. The, the Holdovers. Holdovers. Is this the... Is this the uh, Paul Giamatti movie? Paul Giamatti, yeah. Yes. I've seen it. I almost watched this. You've is seen it? Good? No, I almost... I didn't watch it. I've seen the trailer on Netflix. I almost uh, thought about watching it. I'll tell you this. Uh, you get what you see. That trailer is, that's what you're going to get. I mean, it's yeah. nostalgic. It's throwback style movies. I mean, a lot of people love a, you know, a boarding school movie. This definitely falls into that. Uh, Alex Payne, check it out. My number, uh, well, don't check it out. If I only got you, we're going to figure out what to make you check out. If I get a, <laughs> if I get to put my will on you and what you're going to check out, I mean, it'd be Shot Caller in the weekend for a second yeah. Time. yeah. Um, all right, my number eight movie, Anatomy of a Fall. Is this, this the guy movie... that fell, his wife fell down the stairs and died, and then they had to figure out what happened? Yes, but the husband falls. Oh, so the husband? Uh, the husband falls outside, yes. And the wife is on trial for the possible murder. This was a this was like a Netflix documentary. This is not the same thing, but there was like a Netflix documentary it's called The Staircase. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't think this is that. It's, this is it's, uh, it's very similar though. Might be similar, yeah. Falls outside, so it's basically uh, it's uh, a French movie, so it's all subtitles. So out. Yep, I don't think it's gonna. Yeah, and it's like Just it's like save your breath, two, move two on. Half hours. Seven. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. <laughs> seven poor things. Poor things. Poor things. Oh, P- poor things. Yeah. Four things. I have no idea. I thought it was four things. I have no idea what this movie's about. Uh, this is Emma Stone, Mark and Ruffalo, and uh, kind of in. Yeah, this movie is this movie's wild. Um, it's by uh, what was the other thing he did? Uh, uh. Uh, he works with Emma Stone. The, oh, the favorite. So yeah, same guy that did the favorite with Emma Stone. Poor things. Uh, this movie is just wild. I mean, it's just about um, she's basically. It's kind of like a Frankenstein story. Like okay. he puts her together, like puts into like a brain in her, and it's just like her discovering the world. Oh, sort of. but okay. it's it's definitely like yeah, but she like she joins a brothel. Like she ends up working in a brothel for a little while. Like. Uh, no spoilers trying to do this all spoiler free but movie's fucking nuts it'll keep you fucking guessing okay all right i'm 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 mildly intrigued by this because i i do like an emma uh stone okay yeah emma yeah this is emma stone's up for best actress i think she's the i think she's the favorite to get best actress she's okay taking big big hacks um barbie is my number six uh the girl saw this oh the girls did see this, all all three of them. Doctor Misses the Commission in a full champion moment, really went all out in the whole Barbie experience. Got like pink because we they didn't go to the theater. They they watched it. They like rented it on TV. Yeah, pink everything, pink. And she actually was like, I I kind of enjoyed it. I thought it was I thought it was enjoyable. Yeah, so they liked it. The girls liked it. Probably didn't not for the same reasons that you liked it or or my wife liked it, but they just they just wanted to like be a part of the barbie madness absolutely yeah yeah. makes sense yeah i mean it was like it was a great thing for you know i am pro like getting cinema back alive i love that stuff i love just big that stuff from childhood like jurassic park like batman returns just big like movie events and barbie to film that Uh, yeah if barbie is up for it then i definitely have seen one of these films already i know know the one that i've already seen okay but it's not it's it's none that we've named none none that we've named so far okay uh two so far the number in barbie five is zone of interest zone of i've interest. heard of two of five so far zone of interest yeah uh this is the holocaust movie about the dark movie yeah this guy lives uh and his wife live right next door to um, oh right this the town i think i've yeah, I've seen something on this, right? And they're they all have like no idea what's going on. 
No, they know what's going on, which makes oh, it even do. fucking like darker. Yeah, it's just kind of about like just Ooh. yeah, it's just like it's a working day dramedy. Just you know, in the life, in the life of just their regular day to day, living right next to gas chambers. That's his own. I like that you segued from Barbie to this. This is a real tough transition. Yeah, I'm not giving you these movies in like uh don't make this like a double header. It'll be like kind of uh a little whiplash jerking from one of these to another in the zone. Um Maestro, my number four. Ah, uh, of course. Bradley Cooper makes it on there. The Coop Dog directed this. Coop Dog. Uh, his passion project put a lot of work into it. Uh he's great. A little bit of blowback. People he's getting called out for wanting it a little too much. Ooh. Wanting yeah. to, I thought that was the whole thing about being an actor, really going for it, wanting it, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah. If you, if a boy likes winning, if that makes you a shithead, sign me up as a shithead, bro. Oh, like, all right, big all swings. Right. I like it. Uh, number three, Martin Scorsese, Killers of the Flower Moon. Did not see it. We read the book, didn't see it. We read the book, book club, four hours, right? Yeah, book club start. Yeah, you're not gonna see this. Book club started for this movie. It started because we were doing Ayn Rand, but then it was just like, oh, well, book club because Ayn Rand was just we just decided to read Ayn Rand together, yes. and yes. then we were like, let's make a club out of this. I think I got to pick the second book, and I was just like, Scorsese movie going to come out, great, let's read the book. Movie nothing like the book, loosely based on it. it yeah, I was going to say because the book was like we were kind of the book's like yeah, the book's like not yeah, it's like nonfiction, and yes. we weren't super impressed by just kind of the way the story unfolded. But but you but you liked this movie. You you, you thought it was good. Leo I did, did, yeah. I mean Scorsese, I mean it's just like just gotta watch Scorsese movies. It's like Leonardo DiCaprio is awesome, like the performances are great. It's it's long. It it's just like one of those movies that's so dense with the content and like what it's saying in the story. Like even reading the book, like you almost got to, you know, it's just like it's just like mowing your lawn real fast. Like you mow and it's just like, all right, let's go back and like get a really nice pass on this and get it done. Like you just, there's so much to take in on the first one. Right. It'd be nice to see it again and just kind of like really be able to zone in where you want to without that pressure of, you know, like really paying attention to make sure you're getting all of it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, two spot past lives. Okay. This is the movie I want you to watch. I think it's a great day night movie. Sit down. Doctor misses the commission. This clips along. I think it's like an hour 37, hour 40. It just comes out of the starting blocks. It knows the story it's saying. It's just these two kids that just had this bond as kids when they were in grade school. They go their separate ways. They try to reconnect in college, but they just can't quite do it. So they're like Zoom, but they remain friends because they looked up each other online. And then she gets married and he finally comes back to visit her after she's been married. That's all I'm going to tell them. Ooh, okay. Who's in it? Anyone that I know? Um, you'll recognize. I like that I asked that question. That that you know who all the people that I know is. Right? I do, brother. Yeah. I okay. look. I jumped right on it. I'm just like, I don't. I know who you know. Yeah, you and, know. Like, who I no. Know. Okay. All right. That's no. Right. Okay. There's no one in this that you'll know. That's Perfect. The... <laughs> Perfect. I was like, you'll recognize. It's like you'll recognize your husband, but no, that's that's about it. Uh, that's definitely you should watch that movie. It's short enough. It's great. Sit down, digestible. Straight down the middle. I loved it. Uh, my number one movie, Oppenheimer. Yes, this is the one I've seen. I was like, I was really going. I was like, shit, this this not this had to have made it right. Cillian Murphy, fantastic. This oh, is yeah. this this is that movie that when you were talking about Killers of the Flower Moon, you're like, I'd like to take a second glance over because I almost had I had to watch this. This is my new move on watching movies now. Is like could be the move could be the move is just watching them at like 20 minute clips when I can and then coming back to it. This is, this is what I've been doing. I didn't do it on Oppenheimer. I did it like in two or like one, two night segments of like an hour and change and then can yeah. back up later. That's kind of cool though. You get like the next day to kind of think about and digest yes. the first half of what you saw. It's like, you just turn it into like this little mini series. Yep, exactly. <laughs> just like tiny episodes. Everything is just turned into one 40 minute viewing session. I love it, bro. Well, that's that's my top 10. Uh, we might come back and talk odds like right before it goes up, but yeah, I like this. I like I I loved Oppenheimer, I thought it was great. We watched it, I think, I think we watched it on I think right around New Year's is when I watched it, so it's just there. All the rest of them, I'll check out past lives. Um, Man, it's gonna be real tough to get me into Maestro. I 
I saw it. I saw your love for Bradley Cooper. Killers of the Flower Moon just sounds too long to watch. But I'm I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try and chip through. See what I can get on this. That's what I'm trying to do, B. So let's leave it alone. Cause we can't see eye to eye. There ain't no good guy. There ain't no bad guy. There's only you and me, and we just disagree. Um, all right, Mia Paulson showdown. Top things about weather, bro. I'm liking it. I love that you just went you went deep into the recess. You're like, give me earth, wind, and fire. Come on. <laughs> it's like I need something. Um, my number three spot, I have like that wind spreads seeds. That does I just spread think seeds. That's, I just think uh, it's just kind of like this this interlocking system that just works. Like there was wind that existed, and then trees and plants and such were just like man how are we going to be how are we going to be spreading out on this earth we don't got legs any legs right. or anything like sometimes you can attach to animals we have arms what are we going to do wind is like i got your back don't worry about it look at that it's real symbiosis between earth and wind. i like it i like, I like it. it efficiency I like baby i like that you went non-traditional weather like like third tier well you don't think of wind as weather you know what i mean you just think yeah i'm gonna be honest weather. like wind when normally on my shit list, like when's normally yeah. like, I don't need you here. Like you're just fucking things up. Like whatever you showed up with your agenda, like you're uninvited to just about everything except like wind turbines, like windmills and stuff you wanted there. You only want wind. If you're flying a kite. You're, yeah. You don't want some wind there. You're stranded on a deserted Island and you're Tom Hanks and you're trying to get over the break. You're going to need yeah, something to put in that sail that you built for sure. For sure. And when you're seeing uh, when you're 15 and some lady is crossing the street in, in a skirt, that's the only time you want wind. Perms, perms, yeah, doing the Marilyn Monroe, like kind of the, yeah, yeah. perms, exactly. <laughs> perms, exactly. huge wind fans, huge wind heads. Those perms for sure. Perms are perms are big wind fans and mirror fans. <laughs> big, big time, <laughs> big time. All right, my number three. Um, any any weather change correlating to seasons usually brings a little hope a little excitement about what's to come oh. right have you ever have you ever not been excited about spring when you get the first little weather change for spring have you ever not been excited for the first snowfall going from fall to winter it always brings a little bit of delight to your life that first little inkling of weather change i love it i love it uh i'm gonna give me the the bonus point for the third one I, here's what I'm going to tell you why. I don't ever really feel like the official start of the season lines up when the weather changes. I always feel like it's like the fifth snow and they're just like, oh, and it's the first official day of winter. Yeah. It's just like, well, I feel like we've been fucking winter for. It's always like that. It's just like first official day of summer is just like mid-July. And it was right. just like, I thought we I were like in the summer already. First of July yeah. was a fucking summer. It's just like, it's always like the calendar is always playing catch up a little bit. But yeah, I do love I, I love that feeling. It's it's a reset, especially with those big ones, right? Like yeah, spring, yeah. you're coming out of just like all that stuff, like spring, like just the melting, big and you're like, oh shit, then it gets like today. Back. Today was sixty-five degrees. It's beautiful. It's not spring officially, it's February twenty-eighth. We got a leap year day tomorrow, 29th. But still, sixty-five, I'm taking it. Sixty-five. Sixty-five, baby. Um, sixty-five, baby. You'll remember this from Los Angeles. My number two, I still can't really wrap my head around it, but it makes sense. Rain clearing the sky of pollution, like air pollution. Remember that? Like when it, after it rains in LA, like you look like LA always smoggy, always has some shit hanging up, like always just kind of like you put like a, like just a screen door between yeah. like you and the sky, like you can't quite see it. But then after that rain, like that rain captures all the pollution and just kind of pulls it out of the sky and pulls it down and it's just like for like a little brief just like half day you're just like this is vividly fucking clear yeah it's perfect it's uh it's la when it gets contacts in everything's crystal clear. <laughs> it just found, found us glasses yeah yeah, for yeah sure. exactly um i like it um i like weather uh, yeah. because i always love <laughs> 
I always love that people always like to say we needed it. Whenever weather comes, <laughs> a lot of people are like, we needed this. We needed the rain. Oh man, we've it's been so dark and stormy. We needed the sun to pop out. Yeah, I, I love it. Wind is or weather is always needed. Someone always needs something out of, out of the weather. It's nice to be needed. Yeah, yeah. You always have those just like little mini farmers animal almanac like hopefuls yes. that are just like dropping it's just like yeah no we haven't had this much rainfall since like that like just regurgitating whatever they saw on the weather channel before they walked out this week, but they were just like yeah needed that needed that needed it, it. It, any weather we needed it someone needed it just just know that someone's going we needed it yeah i love it i mean i put in my shit list like uh weather is just a conversation starter makes me want to jump down an elevator shaft like whenever like just like in an uber and it's just like man how about, how about the weather today it's just like I, I can't i can't with you why is that why is that just like the easiest go-to because it's just outside we can just see it and look at it you you've braved yeah because i mean you have to yeah i mean you're not taking a big swing it's the conversation starter like right. you're like this person had had experienced the weather they didn't teleport here right like so it's kind of like uh your batting average is high that they're going to know what you're talking about so you're gotcha. not going through the awkward thing it's of about just conversions like, on on conversation yeah because i mean you can i mean you can take a big hack like if you want to get someone like just kind of in a real specific niche like hey trump 2024 right i mean that's just like you're going out on a limb <laughs> what's your feelings on the jews <laughs> palestine what's up with that yeah not everybody sees eye to eye like you're going to get back on it's just like most of the time 70 and sunny people are going to be like two thumbs up yeah right. i like it i like it okay. I, I just it still boggles me chatting about hey, you the know what? All right, my that answer i needed that answer thank you <laughs> i needed that i needed that i'm gonna give you the win uh the win wind wind on that one win on that one yeah yep number one this happens i thought you're gonna go here with your number three but it kind of sets up maybe this is just midwest but the smell in the air when a storm's a brewing the storm's not here yet. The temperature has dipped like seven, eight degrees. It's a little cooler. Yep. Things get a little still and just like kind of that that pre-rain smell where you know like something's coming. Yeah, oh yeah, yeah. It'll just sit out on the porch, a little cup of coffee, watch the rain go by, watch this nutty storm that's about to come. How nice does that sound, bro? There's nothing better than like a, a storm like you're on your porch it's warm enough for you to be out there it's not windy again wind fucks up a storm wind yeah fucking wind not invited uh not invited not my storm but then they but then you could sit out and it's just it's nice and I, there is that there's also when it's hot when it starts to first hit, first hit like the asphalt it gets a little bit of that we whatever that weird chemical smell is that's all yeah nice. i like yeah. that it's <laughs> good Good. Uh, uh, yeah, what's your one spot? My number one is weather provides great excuses to get out of things. If it's rain, <laughs> if it's raining, I got to leave because it's about to rain. Snow day school, mm -hmm. I don't have to go to school. Roads are bad. I got to stay home. Uh, if it's too hot, if it's too hot. You got to you got to stay inside. You can't go outside. It's yeah, stay inside. Yeah. So it provides yeah. a lot of cover for excuses of getting out of shit. It does. It's too windy. I can't see you again. It's too windy. Like it's just kind of like, yeah. My skirt's going to blow up. It's not going to happen. I can't, uh, I can't get I... in the way of these seeds being spread from tree to tree. <laughs> they, got, they got things to do. Um, I don't know. I think we both agree the smell of the storm. I mean, yeah, you, gotta, you kind of crushed you it. You kind of nailed it. Yeah, yeah, nailed it. <laughs> um, all right, guys. That was episode 291 through that MVP of the week. Give it to you. Well, the reason I get to see you, brother, this week is Joe and Katie. Burr, 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 getting married. Oh, yeah. both guests of the pod. A wedding. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exciting. Nice. It'll be good. First time down Texas way. Uh, first time ever being to Austin. So I'm excited to do a little check it out. We'll see everybody. Oh, awesome. They're beautiful yeah. places. I love it. Um, I'm going to go uh, with max Struess, because tonight he just hit his calves beat the dallas mavericks you're in dallas they are in cleveland knocked down a 59 footer half court heave at the end of the game to to win cleveland cleveland little plucky number two Ooh. seed right now in the east 
for the NBA. So Max Struess bringing that heat energy over to Cleveland, bearing a three. I like it. I like it when undrafted guys kind of make a name for themselves too. I like to root for that, bro. What do you feel about this Detroit coach losing his mind on like that Knicks game? Monty Williams. Like he did dive yeah. into it. Yeah. Made sense. Does he get fined? I want to ask you about fines. Does he get fined on that? If he's like absolutely right and the refs apologize, does he still get fined? I think by the letter of the law, he should. Because anytime you like, yeah, critique the refs, you're. Yeah, it can't be just when you, when you have a great point. Yeah, yeah right, <laughs> right, right, right. Point. exactly. Dismissed. Episode 291, guys. I am Brandon. I want you to sign yourself off. Most awesome. Runway, style, fame, she likes fashion.